0: You're listening to A Little Thing Called Marketing, brought to you by Studio 93. Each week Sinead, that's me, surprises Darren with a topic and we run with it. As the title suggests, the topics will be marketing based, but the rest is unknown to Darren. So let's get into it.
1: Welcome to A Little Thing Called Marketing. It is a podcast brought to you by the team at Studio 93. And this episode is going to be Um, a little bit of a recap episode. So this episode you're listening to now is episode 10 and I thought maybe it would be of benefit to do an episode where we look back on say the previous nine episodes and we pick out some of the conversations that myself and Sinead have had and we'll put them together in a little uh, best of uh, episode and if you hear something you are interested in then you can go back to that specific episode and you can listen to the whole thirty minutes or so on that given topic. So as we move through this episode, I will refer back to the specific episode number. And if you hear something you like the sound of, you can go and listen to that episode. Also you can hang on to the end and we've got a little bit of an announcement and with that, let's kick in. So the first clip you're going to hear is from episode two. And in this episode, we were discussing websites. How important is a website for your business? It's funny. I just met with a potential client this morning who doesn't have a website. And we were actually talking m- more about his social media strategy and that's why he was talking to me. He's in a service industry and his goal is to get more bookings. Okay. Um through social media. And I did say to him at the end I said look, I mean we, I think we can definitely do this but be aware of this. People are going to see your ads on social media and they're most likely going to go, okay, this sounds good. Let me go over and have a look at his website. Definitely he doesn't have a website. Mm. So I said to him like, that could be a problem for you. Um, But I said, I'm not here trying to sell you a website, but just be aware of that. I mean, that's just something fresh in my mind when you say how important is a website, that person Um, doesn't have a website. And I think it's going to hinder him. I think it's going to have a knock on effect to his conversions in terms of what he's doing on social.
0: Where do you go after that?
1: Where do you go? Exactly. So typically, and you know, when we're doing some social media campaigns, you're always Mm. really trying to drive the traffic to a website where they can learn more or take an action. Because Mm -hmm. I always think that people don't really buy on Facebook or social media. It's where they might discover you and then they'll move on to a website to learn more Uh, maybe do a purchase at that point, or maybe, you know, book a consultation or, or reach out to you. So Mm -hmm. there is some statistic where, you know, they say that like, you know, 90 something percent of people before they pick up the phone to ring you as a business owner um, or to inquire about your product or service have already done a certain amount of research on you online. Like they have, we all do. And if you don't have anything there, I actually think you're probably not going to get the call at all, to be honest, because well, there it's, you go. Like, it's a red flag.
0: Credibility is something that we mentioned earlier. And if I'm going online to purchase something and I'm looking for your website and it's not there, I'm going, well, that's kind of a red flag for me. I'm like, why don't you have a website? What's, what's going on? Like, where are you a real company? Like, is this a, is this a scam? Is it, you know, do, does that make sense? Like, no, I feel like.
1: It makes total sense. And again, back to that client that I talked about this morning and I'm not going to name obviously, and I'm not even going to go into what his business is, but. Mm take, take my word for it. It's a, it's, it's a quite a personal business in that it's him you are dealing with Mm -hmm. and, um, you'd be dealing quite closely with them. Um, I think people will want a bit of reassurance that it's exactly not what you're saying where, you know, is this, not that it's a scam, but like how legitimate is this person? And then when they go and looking for a website and there's no website again, red flags And in business, you, you just, you, you want to like negate as many of those red flags in the mind of your potential customer as possible, because, you know, once those start building up, you're, you're, you're not going to get the inquiry because they'll just decide this person isn't what I need no, and definitely. they'll just go to your competitor. Okay. Next up, we have a clip from episode four. The theme of this episode was branding. And we talked a lot about branding in terms of how branding can make you stand out from your competitors and can give you a point of difference. You ask anyone as you have done actually at the beginning of this, if you ask them like name the, name a big brand, hmm. 85% of them will say Apple. And I've seen this to be to be uh, true. Yeah. Um and if you think about Apple in terms of it being a brand, not just a logo, you think about, you know, there's a very specific style of ads. Um you you can tell what they stand for in terms of quality of design and design aesthetic. So you can see from your iPhone to your iMac, to your Apple watch, there's a, there's a very distinct look and style to it. And that comes down to the brand as well. So that's very far removed away from just the logo that goes through to their ethos, through what they mm. stand for, the products they put out. Um, so your, you know, your brand is, is so much more all encompassing than just your logo. Um, So hopefully that's a start to the answer. No,
0: definitely. And you talked there about values um, and how you said it might be fluffy to some people, but actually 77% of consumers buy from brands who share the same values as them. So maybe if you are thinking about it as a fluffy thing, you shouldn't be. You know, building rapport and favorability within the market is hard. Um, Becoming memorable uh, to consumers is the ultimate goal, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. 100%.
0: Yeah. So I suppose we should... Maybe look at what makes your brand unique within the market. How would you kind of approach that? Would you sit down and do a big spider web, or how would you approach it?
1: Well, it, what we're talking about there is, um, and you're absolutely right. It's 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 being able to um, differentiate yourself. Right? Yeah. So if you are, uh, I'll just off the top of my head, I'll just say you're um, a baker. So you're a baker, and you're let's say you're based in Dublin. Lovely little bakery. Um and you know there's there's any amount of bakeries. These are small ones where you sell coffee and and nice cakes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm in Dublin. There's any amount of them. So as a consumer, I have I have endless choice about which bakery I walk into, right? And the challenge there, um, in terms of your marketing, is to. Like, how are you different? Like, why am I going to, why am I going to walk maybe an extra five or 10 minutes to go to your bakery when I can go to all of these different ones? So Mm. it's, it's about differentiating yourself in the market. And that applies to any business because we all have competitors. And now back to a clip from our very, very first podcast, episode one. And in this one, we were talking about social media. Let me preface that. Mm. For the likes of my mother, okay, who now loves Facebook. I thought I'd never see the day. She's never off it. So for her, it's, it is a place to keep, you know, keep up with her friends, family, see what's going on around the place and, you know, put pictures up and look at pictures of her, her grandkids or whatever. Um, so, but that's one side of Facebook, but we're talking about in terms of business. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as a business owner and someone who works with businesses from a business perspective, I think it just should be seen as an advertising platform, um, as opposed to, say, um, uh, maybe Instagram or TikTok, as we talked about there, which I think is, can be a very powerful way of of connecting with customers without paying. Yeah. Obviously, if you pay, it's going to boost it a lot uh-huh. more. But I think with Facebook, you need to treat it as an advertising platform. And as an advertising platform, I think it's the the top one. It's the yeah. number one place where you can put your advertising euros to get the biggest bang for your buck and the, 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 your return on investment. So I think it's, it's, I've said it before, I've said it to you, I think it's a pay to play situation, but I think it's very powerful in terms of being an advertising platform that we can control, that we can see the return on investment. Again, businesses have It's nothing new that businesses have had to pay to advertise. That is normal. That's always been been. the case. But wouldn't you rather put your advertising spend into an area where you have a very high chance of recouping that spend and ultimately actually driving new business or again, aligning with whatever your business goals are. And that if you spend X amount, you're making X plus back and you can see and track that. So... Facebook, absolutely. I just see it as an advertising tool and at that, a very powerful advertising tool. So, in this next clip, we had a really interesting conversation in episode three. And the question that was posed to me was, is traditional marketing dead? So, you're about to hear a clip from that episode three. Is it dead? I mean, it's not dead, it's still there, but it definitely doesn't have the appeal that it used to have. And that is largely down to the alternatives that we now do have, which mm. we didn't have, you know, 15 years ago in terms of what we can do with digital. I have said it before, Sinead, you have heard me saying it lots of times. I'm not saying that traditional doesn't work. Mm. I'm saying it's, I feel it's overpriced and I'm interested in the underpriced, and it's attention. what we're talking about here. So yeah. when, when I, when I talk about traditional, it's, it's like, I feel it's, overpriced attention. And then I'm interested in what's the underpriced attention. So I'm not saying it doesn't work, but it's, I find it hard to, for it to make sense today because I know the cost of that. And I know the cost of, you know, what you might spend on online and digital marketing. Mm. I also know how trackable the digital element is, and also know how hard it is to track and quantify the money that you spend in traditional.
0: Yeah, I think it's a hard one with traditional marketing because, especially, I think in Ireland because we're such a small country and we've always done things the way we've always done them. Right? So, I think any business or anyone I know who's trying to get out there is like, we'll put an ad in the paper, we'll put an ad in the radio because that's where everyone's listening to. Ah, social media. What do you mean? Sure, what? Like, why would I be putting it on Facebook? I'm not even on Facebook, and it's kind of like. How do you justify that much of a spend for just doing what we've always done? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so why am I spending 150 euro on a half page ad? Maybe it's even more. I don't even know. For something, I don't even know if I'm going to get a customer or a client or a call or an action out of, Yeah. you know? So I think like we're saying, okay, well, I'm interested. Do you watch TV? Do you listen to the radio? No, no. never.
1: Never. We never watch TV. So we got the, um, we got the TV in the, the, you know, the Irish channels and whatever, mm. a couple of English channels. Survey is it? Yeah. But for the one reason that when my, my mother or my mother-in-law was over babysitting Dylan, our, our child, they wanted to have uh, th- those channels to watch. Okay. So we, uh, myself and my wife and Dylan as well, we don't watch it. And it's only was brought in for the grannies to have, for them to have something to watch. So we watch um, Netflix or whatever online, yeah. YouTube or even. Um, but that's an interesting now that I think of it, because we say is traditional dead and and specifically if you're talking about TV and I've just made a case almost against myself there because I said, we don't watch TV. So hmm. myself and my wife, and we're, you know, we're in our kind of mid to mid thirties to, to 40 plus. Um, <laughs> but our parents do, but they're in a different age bracket there. Yeah. So the question would be, maybe you're going to reach them with a TV ad um, because they're going to watch the TV. Mm. Um, so, yeah, interesting. I'm slightly arguing against myself there. But again, I, I would say, again, if I'm going to t- talk 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 about my own mother and I've mentioned her already in a podcast um, <laughs> and she gets mentioned to a lot of my clients.
0: Hi Darren's mom.
1: Yeah. She's on Facebook all the time, all the time. And so if, if I had a client who wanted to reach her, her demographic, mm. you know, and if they're going, well, will we do, uh, will we do an ad on, I'm not going to name any TV stations, but will we do an ad on an Irish TV station mm. or will we do online? Um, And and it's careful, it's important actually to make that, sometimes we think online is just social media. It's it's not. We were talking about social media. We're talking about search, Google, we're talking about Mm -hmm. websites. We're talking about the whole thing. It's not just social media, but again, it would be very hard for me to say to a client, you know what, Johnny, I think you should do the ad on on national TV. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think it will cost you, you know, uh, upwards of a hundred times what I think you should spend on social media. And I think you'll get better results from the social media, but you go ahead and do the ad. Like I can't do, I can't say yeah. that because I don't believe it.
0: Yeah. And I think it's funny even me, cause I don't, we don't watch telly either. Uh, my, myself and my partner, but again, say even my mother, Uh, would come to me and say, did you see that now for such and such? And I'd be like, no, like, where would I see it? You know what I mean? And you know, it's catered to you specifically and whoever is watching. So
1: in episode five, we talked about marketing strategies, why they're important, Well, what are they? How do you get one in place? So please enjoy this snippet from episode five, marketing strategies. There should be no surprises at any point where you're suddenly spending more than you thought, because again, you have a budget over the entire period and then it's broken down to month on month or quarter on quarter. And then it's further broke down into, well, this is what we have to spend on uh, videography. This is what we have to spend on social media, this is what we're spending on improvements to the website. So Mm. again, it's being very clear on that and having that budget, because budget is a big part of the plan and a plan is a strategy and a strategy is just how we get from A to B.
0: Okay. I just want to ask you, how would you analyse the results and how often would you analyse the results of your marketing strategy?
1: Yep. Great question. And you should be analysing the results very, very regularly. So you know, all of this stuff, a lot of stuff we do in terms of marketing strategy and and the marketing campaigns we run out is trackable in real time. Because to be honest, eighty percent of it is is online, so you should be tracking this uh, constantly. You know, not every day. You are not going into the office every day and looking at these stats and figures. But I would say, at an absolute minimum, you are tracking this stuff at the end of every month. So you are looking back over the results and you you know what you've done and what you've spent and what you've made as a as a result of what you've uh, rolled out in terms of your marketing in the previous month and you're analyzing that and, and any good marketing company worth of salt will be keeping an eye on that stuff because tweaks may need to be made along the way. So to answer your question, you're you're monitoring this all the time. It's not a thing of, right, let's start the marketing strategy or the marketing campaign and turn it on and really get back to our run our business and forget about it. It's not that. Mm. So uh, to answer your question, at a minimum, at the end of every month, you should be looking back at what what happened that month. And being able to justify that spend because you can see, well, we spent a euro there and we made three euros as a result of that one euro. Next up, a clip from episode six, and this one was all about email marketing. did you remain top of mind. Yeah. That when because most customers and clients are not ready to buy your product or service at the exact time where they see mm. your email marketing campaign or your social media thing or your flyer, or whatever it is. Yeah. So it, it is that top of mind piece. So. If they're going to receive an email from you on a regular basis, let it be once a month, once a week, whatever. When they are or are thinking about needing that product or service, Mm. like you will be top of mind and you don't want to be, that's why you want to be offering value all the time. Like I've learned a lot from this company or, oh, I, I, you know, I, all these resources I got from this company, you know, have helped me, have helped me, have helped me. Yeah. And you want then that's okay. Well, that's the person now I'm going to go to when I actually need this service because they know what they're talking about. And I've learned a lot from them already. So let me reach out to them. That's the real idea. Yeah.
0: You're, so it's, it comes with branding and stuff as well, doesn't it? It's, it's kind of similar where you're building trust.
1: Absolutely. In our more recent episode, episode nine, uh, the topic was podcasting. Are podcasting or could a podcast be a good way to market your business? So here's a clip from that episode. In terms of the barriers to entry, there's really not much.
0: Okay. Amazing. Um, so not a big undertaking, not expensive to run.
1: I'm going to go back. You, I think you saw me twitching a little bit on that. Mm. I, I do think it's a big undertaking. You do? Yeah, I know I do. I definitely okay. do. It's not, I'm not saying this is easy Um, because, and, and again we're lucky here because we we're, it's a team effort. So uh-huh. for the listeners, what happens here is, and again, you know, the, pr- the premise is that I don't know what the podcast is about. And I don't yeah. know what any of the questions are, but that's not to say the work isn't done because you, Sinead, think about um, topics for every podcast. Mm. You do your research. You, you come up with your questions and you have some facts and figures ready to go because yeah. I don't have them because I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, it is a big undertaking because mm-hmm. if you want to do it right, you're going to have to put, do the research, you're going to have to have that 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 stuff in place. So, I definitely wouldn't say it's not and, and it's an investment in your time, you know the time that we put into recording. Yeah. So, you put the time in to do the research. Then there's more time then for both of us to do the recording. Then I need to go and do the editing and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You know how long that takes. Mm -hmm. Then we have to proof it. Then we have to do the summary that which you do for each podcast. Um, So it is definitely an investment in time and it's definitely not easy. But again, if you're serious about it and if you're serious about, you know, finding a way to market you and your business, then maybe isn't, maybe there's not as much competition out there. I don't think there is. I, I, I read somewhere or something recently about podcasts where, you know, part of the, the allure really is that, you know, not everyone is doing this for a couple of reasons. Maybe they're, it doesn't suit them. Maybe they're a bit scared. Maybe they're scared of technology, whatever yeah. reason, but there's, you know, there's not as much competition out there. So it's yeah. probably a good time to do this.
0: you want to be fairly okay talking into a mic because it can be can be strange sitting there kind of not especially for you like you don't know what we're going to be talking about you're coming in in front of a live mic going what is she going to give what's she going to throw at me today you know so you want to have your stuff prepped
1: well yeah yes yes and no again because Mm. um again I mentioned um so we do video production here and often I'm interviewing people on on camera or or sometimes like I would do some a certain amount of public speaking and people are always like oh, you know, you, you don't get nervous and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. all, when I do get nervous. But the thing is, I'm very confident talking about something that I know I have experience in and I understand okay. and I, I'm completely confident mm-hmm. and I, I know I have a view on this stuff and I'm happy to do it. Mm. Now, put me onto a podcast where we're talking about, um, the, the workings of car engines, <laughs> and I will be a different person. Yeah, if I don't have yeah. a clue about that yeah. stuff. So my point is equally so would I. <laughs> there you go. Like my point is, like we all have knowledge, deep knowledge in yeah. some area. Now, for me, it could be marketing. For you, it could be I don't know makeup. Yeah. For someone else, it could be crocheting. It doesn't matter. Yeah. In episode seven, the topic was content marketing, and this was wide ranging. We had a really good conversation on this. This is a really, really powerful way to look at and approach your marketing. I think it's possibly one of the more important episodes that we've done in the last however many weeks. So again, this is from episode seven, and it's all about content marketing. I'm much more comfortable jumping on and doing a quick video than I am sitting down and writing a blog post. Okay but there would be probably more people that would be much more comfortable mm. writing a blog post than jumping on a video. Mm. Likewise, I'm personally quite comfortable like yourself to sit down and record a podcast, Yeah. Um, but that might not suit someone else at all. Someone might be quite creative and they might be more comfortable putting together a really nicely designed and useful PDF download with a checklist or a how to guide or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's what they should do. So my point is when you're trying to figure out what you should do, you should look at what, what you are comfortable doing and what you enjoy doing. And then that should be your medium. We do videos here as well. I'm not saying everyone should do videos because it's not suited to everyone. Yeah. So it's finding what you're comfortable doing and something that you can commit to producing on the regular, I'm not saying every day, but if you're going to do a short promotion, a short video every week. You better make sure you do it every week and get yeah. it out there every week. So do come up with something that's sustainable for you.
0: Yeah, makes sense. So what does it do for your brand?
1: Well, again, it's back to this demonstrating knowledge. I definitely also think I mentioned this in another podcast, like mm. all businesses, a lot of businesses we would have worked with over the years, you know, they'll say we, we're the best. We're the best at what we do. And yeah. I don't blame them. And we should, we should all feel if like there's something wrong with us as business people, if we don't feel that we are at least trying to be the best, you know, we all want to be the best. We all strive for, you know, maximum performance and to be held up as, you know, that's the, those are the guys are doing really well in that area, whatever it is. And really it's through content marketing that we can you know, put our money where our mouth is and really demonstrate that. So we're no, it's no longer good enough to just say we're the best in X, Y, and Z category. It's its now it's like, look, let me show you yeah. in a consistent way over time that we know our stuff yeah. and that if you need a product or service, if you need what we, what we offer, we are the only people that you should be thinking about. Mm. And finally, here's a snippet from episode eight in which we discussed the world of blogging. Is it important anymore? Was it ever important? Should we do it? Should we not? Enjoy.
0: Should we be selling within blog posts or again, are they just for brand awareness?
1: So this idea of selling has come up in plenty of other episodes as well. And I know why it's coming up. Look, this podcast is about marketing. We're Mm -hmm. a marketing company and there's a large element of selling Mm -hmm. involved, but I'm going to give you the same answer that I've given every time when this comes up is no, because No one likes to be sold to. Very true. And the minute we feel we're being sold to, we're gone. Again, we mentioned another podcast. It's just just this idea of you are you definitely are selling. You're doing it in a subtle way. You're not like cramming um, fifty percent off deals and two for one and buy this here and that down someone's deck because they they're not going to interact with you at all.
0: Effect can't hundred percent. Yeah. So we're not selling, but can we place? Calls to action or CTAs throughout the blog post or at the end of the blog post, so that the reader can take action in some way.
1: Yeah, we can Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely a call to action at the at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But you do see this done in a subtle way as well. I'm thinking of um, you're reading a blog post, Mm -hmm. and okay, let me do a real example here. So, I one of the things we do here is videography, and I um. I have a, just a genuine passion for video, as you know. Yeah. So I'll read a blog post maybe on a specific new microphone, right? right? And the, it might be a review of the microphone or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then some of the words might be hyperlinked as you're reading yeah. down through it. So let's say a, it's a Rode microphone, which is a brand of a microphone. You're guaranteed you're reading the blog post and Rode is going to link to the Rode the website. website. or yeah. They're going to have, which is typically the case with uh, this example, like at the end of the blog post, which has been all about this Rode microphone, Mm -hmm. this is fresh in my mind because I just bought a new Rode microphone yesterday. At the end, there's going to be, of the review, they're going to be like, here's a link to Amazon where you can buy the Rode microphone, which is a call to action really, Mm -hmm. because they're linking you out. So again, it's like so much in this in this marketing game, Sinead, it's just having an element of subtlety to this stuff. And that brings us to an end to this episode, and the end in another way because I am uh, sad to report, and I'm sure all of our listeners will be sad to hear that you know will no longer hear Sinead's voice here on the podcast because she is moving to pastures. A new Sinead. What do you got to say to the listeners?
0: Again, cue that slow music that we had in another episode. But uh, thanks for um, thanks for listening. I suppose we we really had a great time doing it, and. Um, I find my voice annoying. Thanks for not finding it annoying, and thanks to Darren for these great conversations that we've had. Um, I've really, really enjoyed the podcast. So thanks, Emil.
1: Thanks, Sinead. and we really appreciate the work you've put in and getting this uh, podcast up off the ground and building it to helping me build it to where it is today. So, guys, we will see you on the next one
0: you've been listening to a little thing called marketing brought to you by studio 93 check us out on linkedin facebook and instagram for more and if you have any suggestions for topics do send us a message on instagram we'll be back same time same place next week and don't forget you can visit our website www.studio93.ie for on-demand webinars blog posts or to book a consultation